Spirit speaking to every body part here today, every soul, every skill set, every talent, every ability, that you would prick the hearts of your wonderful people and that we would respond according to your perfect will. Let this be so in the name of Jesus. If you received the prayer, would you shout amen? Amen. God bless you for standing. You can be seated this morning. The best version of you. Death Valley is the hottest and driest place in America. Nothing grows there because it doesn't rain. This is a snapshot of Death Valley. It's parched. It's just not too far up the road from us. People don't really live there. I wouldn't consider Death Valley the honeymoon capital of the world or the vacation destination of a dream vacation that you would log on to and search. I don't think it's ranked as far as the seven wonders of the world because it's hot. It's called Death Valley for a reason. It kills everything. But in the winter of 2004, a phenomenon happened. They don't know how it happened, but seven inches of rain fell in a short amount of time. Nothing happened immediately. But by the spring of 25, there was another phenomenon which happened in Death Valley. And this is a picture of Death Valley a few months later. Same location, same spot on the map. And what they realized was this, that Death Valley wasn't dead. Death Valley was dormant. Right beneath the surface of the ground were seeds of potential that just needed to be in the right environment for things to happen. So it is with us in church, getting us in the right environment so that you can be the best version of you. You are somewhere in the journey of life. You are here this morning, and maybe it might be your first service with us, or maybe you've been doing this for 20 or 30 years. But you are somewhere in the journey of starting out with God and finishing with God. And it's my goal and my assignment this morning to get you in the right environment so that those seeds of potential that God has planted in your life will begin to blossom and we begin to make the landscape beautiful. What under normal circumstances would be this Death Valley look. When God steps into our life, he makes all things beautiful. What was ugly one day when God came in contact with my life, I became something beautiful in the sight of God. He made something beautiful out of my life. Can you shout amen? amen. So maybe you came in like this. We're going to help you leave like this. Maybe you've been like that, and life has made you feel like this. My assignment this morning is to help you leave like this, simply becoming the best version of you. So wherever you are in the journey of life, in your quest to stay by Calvary, or if you've drifted off a little bit, I'm going to say in the busyness of life, God is here to speak to your heart and bring some water and bring some nutrients to your life to make your life beautiful again. 
My mantra, I quote it time and time again. If you're not having fun living for God, you're doing something wrong. Living for God is fun. Living for God is rewarding. Living for God is energizing. And if you're not feeling those attributes in your life and those emotions, then I've got to come as a pastor and tell you, hey, there's a better way to serve God. There's an easier way to love God. There's a more enjoyable way to wake up on any given Sunday morning and say, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because I'm having fun living for God. So I come to do business with Jesus today. Got my suit and tie on. I was up early ironing my shirt. Your wife doesn't do that. We're going to talk about that later. I'm going to stay with the best version of me right now. Hallelujah. But I was glad that Sunday rolled around. I was getting excited to be with God's people, to hear our worship, that our worship team would lead me into the holy of holies. And maybe you've been living a life like this this week and you say, I can't wait to get in the presence of God because although this is the same ground, somewhere under the soil and the busyness and the weight and the pressure of what I have to do day in and day out, that there's something laying dormant. And when you get me in the right atmosphere, come on somebody, and God speaks into my life, I say, here I am, God, send me if you can use any anything. You can use me. Hey, what happened this week? I looked like that. I was in the wrong environment. I was working in Egypt. I was around the Egyptians. I was hearing a bunch of junk, but then I got into the presence of God and I realized the power and the anointing. Come on, somebody. What are you doing, pastor? I'm just trying to help you find the best version of you. And the best version of you is in the presence of God. The best version of you is doing somewhere, something somewhere in the kingdom of God. And so here's my assignment this morning is to help you find your next step. There's always a next step in life. You never outgrow the next step. As my parents would tell me, you're, oh, there's always something to learn. You never know everything. And my version in parentheses, except when you're a teenager, you do. But eventually you realize you don't know everything. So there's always a next step. You never really arrive. You never become too holy. You never become too righteous. You never pray too much. You never hello somebody. There's always a next step. And so my assignment here this morning is to help us move to that next step that we can be in the right environment, that your life blossoms and you live in the overflow of they just saying, and you're walking in kingdom purpose. I've been on an overflow and a kingdom purpose kick the last couple of weeks and Sundays to say, hey, I believe our church needs to rise up and everybody needs to walk in kingdom purpose and everybody needs to live in the overflow. It's not just a motivational message. It's not just a motivational speech. It's not just a TED talk. I'm telling you, this is the profound prophetic word of God. And when I lean into that, God's promises are opened up and something happens in my life that I can't figure out on my own. So what's my next step? There's always a next step. Grade school to middle school to high school to college. There's always a next step. A CNA to an LPN to an RN. There's always a next step. An apprentice to a journeyman. There's always a next step preschool, to true kids, to elevate youth, to the adulthood. There's always a next step, next step, next level, 
Next move. There's always something that's ahead of us that if we're trying to move forward in God and realize our full potential, then we're never going to get stuck on the step that we're on. Hello? There's always a next step. Brother Mark pushed and showed the video clip about next steps. That starts next Sunday in our 1115 class. Next steps is basically a prerequisite to who we are and what we do here, the why of why this church is here. Why did I move my family from the East Lake Chula Vista area? Why did I sell a printing company that I was self-employed? Why did I take my kids out of a private school and put them in a public school? Why is this church here, Pastor? Why do you do what you do? The next step next Sunday in that lunch with my wife and I, that is the DNA of who we are. I unpack all that. What am I doing? I'm just asking you, if you think that this might be your church, or you kind of like this place a little bit, and you're wondering what is your next step, where do I go from here? If you have not graduated from our Next Steps class, then next Sunday at 11.15, I'm giving you a personal invitation to be my guest at our Next Steps class, because this is what I know. That when God gets into your life and your natural skill set and personality and you offer that up to God, that allows you and God to walk in the overflow with kingdom purposes. I don't believe our personalities and our skill sets and the values that we bring were made just for Egypt and the secular world. Hello, somebody. Use them. Make money, get insurance, get paid vacation, get paid time off. But that's not why you are who you are. Because the best version of you is when you serve God and you bring that to the table of God's kingdom and you pull up a chair to God's table and say, God, you have blessed me with resources. You have blessed me with these skills. You have blessed me with this. I've come to give this back to your kingdom. Although I make money with it in the secular world, I offer it freely back to you, God, so you can bless it and anoint it. And my life doesn't look like this when I lay down to die. I'm going to look at like that's my life. And so the best version of you is when you give yourself completely to God. I want the savages to stand up for just a moment and they have this little card here that talks about next steps. We start next Sunday, March 1st at 1115. If you've not been invited or you're not sure and you've not seen this little blue card, slip up your hand. I want them to quickly go through here and hand you a next step card. I'm personally inviting every one of you that have not finished next steps to join me next Sunday at 1115. Is there anybody say, you know what? I've never been through the next steps class. And like Brother Mark said, he's right. Just come to the first lesson, which is lunch with my wife and I. And I'm going to give you the backstory on how God called me to be a pastor. I'm going to give you the backstory on what I wrestled with and how I left my nets, my printing presses, to chase the will of God for my life. I'm going to let you into my personal life that takes place next Wednesday. I'm just asking you, come there. And if you sit through that one class and you don't want to go to next steps, class number two, I'm going to say, okay. But I'm just saying, give me one class to show you the potential that God has for you and what he has done in my wife and my life and my kids' life. When you give God everything, who you are. What are you talking about, Pastor? I'm talking about when you give God everything, you become the best version of you. A lot of us can give examples of where we weren't our best version. Hello, somebody? Am I preaching to an angelic choir this morning? No, I'm preaching to humanity. 
And on any given day, we may not be our best version of us. And so when we pursue and we actively chase the best version of us, it's always going to include God and what God has to say about my life. And so I'm making a heavy appeal for you, my friend. If you've not gone through our Next Steps program, you need one of these. You need to let us know you're coming. We're going to have an incredible lunch. It's going to be very, very good. I'm just asking you, please join me. Give me one session with you on Lesson 1. There's only four sessions. But even when we conclude that, we have a next level, we have a next move, and we're always taking a next step. So my assignment this morning is to help you find the best version of you. When you came in, you should have received a white piece of paper or card. I want everybody to grab that card. Pastoral team, help me out here. If somebody kind of slipped in through the coffee bar and you don't have a white card in your hand, Would you slip up your hand, and we're going to put a white card in it? Let me just take a minute here. I'm going to slow it down. This is important to me. I want everybody in the building to take a white card, regardless of age, regardless of how long you've been here. Everybody, everybody qualifies for a white card. As you can see the heading there, this is the best version of me. Everybody in the building have a white card, regardless of age, membership. That, is, that doesn't matter to me today. While you're getting your white cards, the savages, stand one more time, please. I'm sorry. If you didn't want to do this publicly, I'm just saying our next steps, just see them when you walk out. Say, hey, you know what? I didn't want to stand publicly. I was, it's not my personality, but sign me up. Just see them, okay? Again, a worst case scenario is you hear my boring life and you get free lunch. That's, and then you don't ever have to come back to True Vine. That's the worst thing that could happen. But I'm gunning that's not going to happen. Is that funny? She's laughing because she's been through Next Step. She knows. She knows my boring life. Just give me a chance. Okay. Fast forward to this. Everybody has one? This is what I want you to do. Okay, this is important to me. Look around for pins or ushers or pastoral team if we need a pin. When you graduate from Next Steps, there's a menu of everything that you can serve and make our church better right there. After four weeks, after March... All of the graduates, you could say, hey, I want to serve here. I want to make this place better. Or you say, you know what? I'm bringing the best version of me. The next level is on the next page. It's the next up. That's middle school. And the next move is high school. So here's what I want to make very clear. You know, I want to sing like Sister Ashley. Well, don't feel bad. So do I. Okay. I qualify according to the card, Abby, but I don't qualify according to the voice. So on many occasions, my family said, Dad, just stick to preaching and we'll do the singing. (laughs) You could hurt someone's feelings if you're not careful. So maybe worship team doesn't work for you. You see, that's not the best version of me. But this is what I want you to do, okay? Everybody, okay? You remember here, Brother Savage? You need to be feeling this out too. You've been here since day one, okay? No one's exempt. I want you to mark on here what you're doing, 
or what you want to do. Okay? And somebody, Brother Gustavo Perez, he, he's our recruiting officer. Okay? We hired, he, he, he retired, and we hired him in retirement. Can't really match the benefits that he's getting. But he's the recruiting officer. He's going to help you connect the dots. Say, hey, I want to be a prayer team leader one day. That's my goal. Mark it down. Because my pastoral objective is to help you get to where you want to go. You say, well, I'm not there yet. It's a, it's a journey. Just because you mark this card doesn't mean you're preaching next Sunday, okay? Life don't move that fast. Then I wouldn't even have a job. What would I do? Then I would be unemployed. I'm asking everybody, mark down what you do already or what you want to do. Put your name and your cell. We want to text you. And Brother Gustavo and his crew are going to connect the dots here. Okay? What am I doing? I'm looking for the best version of you. And the best version of you is not giving everything to Egypt. That's not the best version of you. We do that because we have to make a living. The best version of me is making a good living with for my family in Egypt, but I come home and I pull up to God's table and say, hey, God, I'm here to serve. So all the youth people, listen to me, young people, okay? Is there anything on there you like? Can you find anything? Huh? Let me help you guys. Media? Huh? Facilities? You guys want to clean, empty the trash can? Everybody, there's a place. Everybody is a 10 somewhere. And I'm slowing this down on purpose, okay? I'm not quite done preaching, so stay with me. Okay? I want to connect the dots. I need your name and cell number at least. We've got to text you. Brother Gustavo Perez and his team are going to connect the dots. But again, we have done this strategically. When you finish Next Steps in March... Well, we're going to have a job fair, and all of these department leaders are going to be here trying to recruit you. You're going to feel like a rock star. You're going to, hey, come work for me, come work for me. Hey, mister, mister. Every one of them say, hey, I want you on my team. Next level starts this summer. Ushers or pastoral staff, anybody need a pen, okay? I, I'm getting rid of all the excuses this morning. I didn't have a pen. Okay, I'm going to fix that. Somebody help me. Pins? Sister Mary, maybe you could help us find pins. Okay, stay with me, folks. A lot of movement going on, but this, I'm okay with it this time. Sister Vasquez? I think we've got, a, we've got a few rock stars up here that need to sign up. Okay? Anybody need a card? Okay. I want you to fill this out. And I'm very strategic, okay? The minimum you can do on this is one box. Don't turn it in blank. Okay? Turn it in blank with no contact information. Come on. That's not the best version of you. 
And again, because you check the box doesn't mean you're ready to do that today. Hey, I have an interest in this. This is my skill set. This comes natural for me. Can someone contact me and tell me what we have to do? I don't, I don't understand, but I kind of like this. Okay, are you with me? Doesn't mean you have to figure out Okay, I like working in the coffee bar. What am I supposed to do? Check the box. They'll tell you. Huh? I want to be a connect group leader. What am I supposed to do? Check the box. They're going to come out. They're going to come tell you. Check everything you do and what you want to do. Am I clear? We're good? Okay. We need your name and your sale number at least. Email would be a plus. We got to catch up with you. So my assignment this morning is just finding the best you and offering that to God. Again, there's always a next step. That happens to be a class that you can see on the menu there. I'm going to ask the pastoral staff now, and then I'm going to pick up in my message, but pastoral staff, will you collect all those for me? Okay, everybody? Come on, no blank cards. And no, you cannot give me something without your name and number. That's not fair. Okay? You're laughing. I'm nervous. <laughs> He's not going to know, but God will know. I'm going to say, God, who turned this blank one in? Give him a stomachache in the name of Jesus. Not really. I'm trying to make our church better too. And you will make our church better. I'm serious. We got a lot of wonderful people here. I know all of them. Amazing people. Managers, college degrees, master degrees. I'm serious. They're killing it in the secular world. All I'm saying is pull up to the table and be your best version and kill it in the kingdom world, and then walk in the overflow. Okay, everybody got your card turned in? I'm going to start preaching now. Any white cards out there? Okay. All right, Lolly wants to turn her. Get lollies. Don't let her off the hook. All right. Andrew, you're right faster. Don't think I'm going to overlook you. Hurry hurry up. Who else? Oh, we got cards back here. Come on, guys. Anybody else? Okay. I'm, then I'm going to preach. Any white cards out? Did anybody not sign theirs? Raise their hand. Did anybody not check a box? Okay, come on. Just remember, when you lay down tonight, God talks to people in their sleep. I don't want to get in that conversation, but he talks to people. Be honest. All right. Andrew Blanc, is yours turned in? Huh? Did you mark drumming on there? You need to. All right. What do you do naturally in the secular world that comes easy for you? That's the starting point for your service to God. Some stuff we can teach you. Okay?
All right, pastoral team, am I good? One more, come on. Is that Andrews? Is he still filling his out? All right. Okay, if I got all the cards, let me have your attention. I'm going to kind of wind down here. This church will be better because of you. That's not arrogance. I'm speaking a prophetic word into your life. That's not bragging. I like the quote of Muhammad Ali. He said, it's not bragging if you can back it up. Come on. I'm a good preacher. Well, you better back it up from the pulpit. No, never mind. Bring the best version of you, okay? And when you think, hey, this is the best version of me, if you can back it up, I'm going by Muhammad Ali. That's not bragging. That's just facts. Bring all that God has blessed you with, your faithfulness, your dedication, your love, your passion, and allow these seeds of potential to change the life of someone that visits here in this house of worship. On any Sunday, there's seeds of potential here that need to be cultivated. Bring the best version of you and see what God will do when you offer that to Him without reservation, the best version of you. Soon, listen to me, it's a prophetic word I'm going to tell you. When you do that, Soon you will be walking and living in the overflow. How do you know, Pastor? Because I have this to back it up. And I have my life to back it up. I am a living testimony of offering the best version of you and then walking and living in the overflow. I'm a tangible testimony. I'm going to explain some of that next week in our Next Steps class. I invite you. Did I already say that? Everyone in this church is a 10 somewhere. And it's our responsibility to find that 10. Now let me talk to you in closing. A puzzle is made up of many pieces. And it's only when those pieces are connected. Brother Blair, let me see that box, please. I'm sorry. Yep, yep, put the lid on for me. I'm going I'm I'm to show you something, okay? Then I'm going to close. Sorry. Okay. This is a 300-piece puzzle. We have 300, a little over 300 people here. But each piece of the puzzle of what you see on the screen makes no sense. Sister Rose, you're an incredible genius mind. If I showed you this, would you picture that? No, it's impossible. Could, could you, Gracie, could you, could you fathom that? Hey, Gracie, look at this puzzle. It's, isn't it beautiful? But it's one piece of 300. But when you link us together, and you interlock us, Mike, 
we become of that. We cannot do that on our own. But there are one body, there's one picture, but many parts. The puzzle company calls it pieces. So if these puzzle pieces represented us and we linked ourselves together, the best version of us, that's what people would see of this church. Now that might be the honeymoon capital of the world. That might be a destination vacation. That might be a dream weekend. Not this, but this. But you don't get this without this. So what am I doing? I'm preaching the puzzle pieces this morning. And I'm going to ask the pastoral team to pass one out to every person. And when you get your puzzle piece, I want you to join me down here in the altar. And I'm going to pray a prophetic prayer over you that we together make something beautiful for this community we live in. Put us together and we look like that. Pull us apart and we look useless. Undescribable. What do you see here? I don't know what I see. Black squares and a pink stripe. It doesn't make sense. That's because it's not connected to the next piece. Maybe you hold your piece up. I see some of you. Do Do you find yourself up there? You see, I'm one of the windows on the pinkish red building. But I wouldn't know that unless I put myself against the picture. Where are you? Where are you up there? Do you see the best version of you? Once you get your puzzle piece, would you stand, please? I'm closing. Make your way down front. I have one more thing to tell you, and then I'm going to bless you. This is the beautiful family and body of Christ. Because I'm asking everybody to come with your puzzle piece. If you're able, come all the way up front. Let's do this. Come on on the platform. I want everybody in front of this first pole. Come on on the platform. Come on, everybody. Come on, my sister Martha. Come on, Grandma. Come on up here. It's okay. I need everybody up front here because I'm going to pray a prophetic prayer. And I don't want anybody past this pole. Everybody. Come on, all the puzzle pieces are coming together. Between the altar and the platform, let's, let's, let's make it happen. God bless you, Brother Townsend. Come sit down. Yes, sir. All right. Come on. Brother Million, help Brother Robert. Brother Robert, you're, you're a puzzle piece. Come on. I'm not leaving you back there. You can come sit by Brother Townsend. It's okay. All right. Okay, listen to me. Everybody on this side of this black pole is going to get the prophetic word. So if you're not, you're not in the splash zone. We need more room, guys. Come on. You're so close. I hate for you to miss the prophetic word. 
Okay, you got your puzzle pieces? Come on. This is who we are. Yeah, you're, I see you in there, okay? You have skill sets. You have all these things. I'm going to help the Lord find them. All right. Is there more room? Come on. Brother Renee, come on, Andrew Blunk. Andrew Blunk, you need to come on platform. No, no, Andrew Blunk. No, no, no. Come on up here, support me. I love you. Come on. All right, come on. Andrew's a good guy. Andrew grew up in a pastor's home. He has incredible talent. And I'm going to find it. And I'm going to make him use it. He's a smiley, jolly guy. But he's a part of me, and he's a part of that picture. I know I'm picking on him, but I'm sorry. Meet me in the coffee bar after church. I'll hook you up. Okay, let me tell you. Listen to this quote. This quote was texted me this morning by a pastor and his wife. They don't know I'm preaching. They just text me, hey, God bless you, thinking about you. And they text this quote, and I text them back, you know what? I'm going to lift that into my message. And so listen to it. This came this morning. I didn't even know this quote. It's by Irma Bombeck. And she said this, and I quote, When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would have, have, let me back up, I'm sorry. When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say I used everything God gave me, end quote. When I stand before God, I would hope I could say I have not a single bit of talent left. I gave God everything I had. I'm telling you, that just showed up on a text thread this morning, blessing me to preach, but they didn't know. I'm going to pray for us, and I'm going to ask us to come together and become this beautiful picture. And I'm sincere. If you're not sure where you are on the picture, let us help you connect you to where your puzzle piece belongs. Everybody have a puzzle piece? Everybody? Okay. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this morning we come to the throne of God with much conversation, God, you and I this week. I pray for every puzzle piece, every soul, every life, every home, every marriage. Mm. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost coming forth and pouring down upon the puzzle pieces, God, and putting us together with cords of love that cannot be broken. And we become a beautiful picture together, not individually, not islands, not isolated, but, Lord, we interlink our puzzle piece with another one, and we become a beautiful mosaic tapestry to the community, the Temecula Valley, God, and we serve with gladness, and we bring our skill set and our talents and our personalities that you gave us for the glory of God and not only to make a living but to bless the kingdom and and God I commit myself and I submit myself to the message today and I pray God that everybody that's holding a puzzle piece will walk in divine order and kingdom purpose and live in the overflow starting today God I command today to begin the starting point every heart every soul every mind if you receive that lift your voice to heaven give him an offering of praise from the Holy Ghost Hallelujah! 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 H
I receive it and freely I give. I receive and I give. According to the Spirit, these things are so. According to the Word, this is true. Savage, brother, sister, savage. Okay, if you and your wife, if you guys will make your way to the connect table, okay, I want you to just go back there and stand still as we dismiss here in a moment. Anybody that has not signed up, or maybe you just have questions, I don't have time to unpack the whole next steps process. But if you have questions, see the connect table. I really want you to be involved and help us make this church better and speed up the traction as we reach the lost. We need you. You are valuable and you are a 10. I'm validating. If you ever wondered, you are a 10. Again, make your way to the connect table. What I'm going to ask you to do in a symbolic way of connecting your puzzle pieces, hug about five necks around you before you go home. Love somebody. Say, hey, I'm connecting with you. We are this beautiful picture. I love you in Jesus' name. God bless you guys. Praise team. Thank you. Let's do it again. Connect the pieces. Connect the pieces. Hey, you you keep the puzzle pieces, okay? The puzzle pieces are your reminder. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your car. Come on. Together. You keep the puzzle piece. Take it home. Remind yourself about it.